Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks Entertainment with Peter Ford. It's Tasmania Talks and time for my fabulous chat with Peter Ford, our entertainment expert and guru indeed. Welcome, Peter. Hello, Mike. Good to be back. And good to talk to you again. How was Tassie? Oh, I had a brilliant time, actually. I had a really terrific few days, and I was only in Hobart, and um, I did take a bit of a drive out of town, went to Signet, and then um, Eggs and Bacon Bay, and had a lovely drive around there. But no, I had a good time, and I must say, everywhere I went, the... uh, the, you know, the service was friendly. Places were very busy, which is great, uh, but the service was always friendly. And when you're a tourist and you're spending money, you want nice service and you, you want polite, polite manners. And uh, you do, and you get it here, and uh, I'm glad you said that. Let's, uh, let's talk about um, Elon Musk, $62 billion, and you think, well, wouldn't that be used for something else? But anyway, he wants to buy Twitter, and that's Elon Musk. Well, he's face it, he's got his, he's, he's got, you know, um, he can go to Mars, that's what his next trip yeah. is, and, oh, you know, what? So now you've got celebrities, I hear, quitting Twitter. Well, yeah, so he spent $62 billion Australian to buy Twitter, which is only about one-fifth of his actual wealth, so he's got, still got plenty of money left. I mean, it's hard to get your head around these figures, isn't it? Oh. But um, a lot of celebrities are saying, oh, we're going to quit Twitter because we don't trust Elon Musk. And, you know, Elon Musk has said he wants it to be a fairer, more accountable place. Um, the feeling is from a lot of people, it may be wrong, but the feeling is that people who are right-leaning in their opinions are kicked off Twitter, their accounts are closed down, whatever. And I guess the most extreme example of that is Donald Trump. Yeah. So maybe now they will feel that they are, you know, allowed to participate in Twitter. Uh, but a lot of celebrities don't like it. Now, whether that's because they feel threatened, whether they don't actually believe in free speech, it's all open to interpretation. But some minor celebrities so far have indicated they're going to quit, but none of the big name people have. I mean, Twitter's yeah. a pretty powerful tool. And the one thing we can be guaranteed with Elon Musk, and I think he's saying all the right things about what, how he wants to improve Twitter, but the one thing we can be guaranteed is he didn't buy it for fun. He bought it because he believes he can make money out of it. Absolutely. And, you know, get a return on this massive investment. So watch and wait and see. And that's exactly what Elon Musk is about. I mean, that's why he does have so much money. Yeah. Um, Piers Morgan, here's a controversial bloke out of the UK. He's, he's now got his new show. How's it gone? I, I, I was reading it. It's broken records with his new TV show, Piers Morgan. Yeah, it's only the first night, although the second night has already gone to air in England. See, what happens is it goes to England first, oh, right. and then we get it about 10, 11 hours later on Sky News here in Australia. And I thought the first show was terrific. I had a lot of hype leading up to it with the Trump interview, no, Trump, yeah. a lot of publicity, and did he walk out, didn't he walk out, all that stuff. It's all good hype. It lets people know the show's going to be on. I, I, I thought it was lovely how in the first couple of minutes he referenced Shane Warne and said, you know, as Shane Warne once said, and they threw to a grab of Shane Warne saying, you know, tell the fun police to go and get stuffed. So <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. And then Shane got a mention at the end of the show as well. So this is being done for England, for America and Australia. And the first night, as you mentioned, did break records. It, yeah. Basically all the other networks competing combined together still didn't add up to the audience that Piers Morgan had for his first show. But that was the first show. There was enormous hype. Remains to be seen whether he can sort of maintain that. 
And it really was balancing on the whole Trump thing, wasn't it? That, uh, oh, very much up, so. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And it was a very good interview. I mean, I, and there's more of it tonight. He hasn't finished yet. Yeah. He spread it into two sections. And tonight we will see what was or wasn't the walkout. But, uh, I, you know, Trump's very fascinating. If you, even if you don't like him, he's quite fascinating to watch and sit there and try and work out, you know, is he a genius? Is he a nutter? <laughs> you just can't really work it out. Yeah, point. Speaking of genius and nutter, which one is which? Johnny and Amber, um, that it, it's getting ugly in court, isn't it? With with the language they're using, the tapes that are coming out. I mean, mm. uh, Depp and Heard. It's it's just a very controversial case. Are they that are they that broke? They're looking for you know these millions. I mean, it's quite ridiculous. Well, he's lost a lot of money. Uh, some of it because of he claims reputation, the, the, yeah. the reputation that she's destroyed. Uh, it is fascinating. I mean, it's got a long way to go. I'm trying not to form any kind of opinion yet while the trial is still on, um, except that I think they're both very, very peculiar people, both of them. Uh, but, and, you know, the court has heard all sorts of stuff about her, bearing in mind she hasn't taken the stand yet. We've heard from Johnny for several days, but we yeah. haven't heard from her as yet. And we've had, you know, doctors saying they believe she has a personality disorder. We've heard from the police who attended her after the uh, alleged domestic violence incident, and the police said they didn't believe she was a victim of domestic violence. Who knows? Keep an open mind, but when you look at the photographs that were taken from the house they were renting on the Gold Coast, which is McDoohan's house, mm. the damage they did to it, it was extraordinary. So, as I say, I, I think they're both very peculiar people, but don't forget also, this is a defamation case. Johnny Depp is not on trial as such, nor is Amber Heard on trial as such, but her right about that story that she wrote that mm. was published, that's what's on trial. You know, did she have a basis in truth and experience to be writing that stuff or was it just done to try and bring him down? And Peter, it's all, realistically, it, it, it's just, it's, it's all, the only winners out of that will be the lawyers, as they say. Oh, God, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the millions, oh my good heavens. Millions of millions. And of course, I don't think either of them are going to come out of this no. very well, no matter who wins or loses. Now, the Harry Potter play in Melbourne, um, doing extremely well as well. Listen, I have. I really look forward to getting over there and catching this one, Tom. I'm looking forward to it. If yeah, I can. Well, you should try and do that because well, what's to. happening now is of a couple of weeks' time, it's going. It's closed currently. It's going to reopen, but it's reopening now as a one-off show. Ah. See, up until now, you had to go and see part one and part two, either on separate nights or you could go on the same day for a matinee and an evening show, but it makes it a very long day in the mm. theatre. But as of now, they've reworked the whole thing, so it's all condensed into one show and that reopens in a couple of weeks time but what they announced this week is they've sold their one millionth ticket which is remarkable you know particularly over the last two yeah. years when they've had all sorts of closures and problems etc as all live entertainment has so it, this is means it's now the biggest selling live play ever staged in Australia because it's not a musical a lot of people think it is there is music in it there's even a little bit of dancing in it but it's not classified as a musical it's classified as a play, so it's now the most successful play in the history of Australian theatre. Didn't know that. That is incredible. Well done to them. Tell me, speaking of uh, plays, speaking of oh, just about everything, Wicked um, is, is going ahead. The movie of Wicked this time, and it's that's been incredibly popular. Yeah, so this has been talked about now for several years, doing the movie version. They've already cast it. Ariana Grande's in it. Ah. And, uh, you know, it should be great, but what they've announced today is they're actually going to split it in two. 
you know, like Piers Morgan and his Trump interview. Oh, They're yeah. going to split it into two. So it's going to be two separate movies coming out a year apart. And some people aren't too thrilled with oh, that. Yeah, I don't know like, whether I like that idea either. No, see, cause the, you know, obviously the musical of Wicked, it's all condensed into a yeah. two-and-a-half-hour show. It doesn't really seem like you need to be spreading it out into two movies unless you're going to extend the storyline somehow. But, um, yeah, well, yeah, people will still go and see it, I've got no doubt. But a lot of people are saying, oh, this is just a money grab. You know, they're trying to get as much money as they can out of it. Well, wouldn't you when you think of how much it costs to put on? Uh, well, it's a hugely successful show. It's been really massive is, yeah. in Australia, and I know you've had very good local productions done of it in yep. both Lonnie and in Hobart as well. It's yep. a big show. It's a great And, show. of course, the, the major professional production, uh, that well, I think they've bought it back a couple of times, but on and off, I think it's been going for about 12 years. Good heavens. Uh, look, news told differently, the project. How's it going in the ratings? I watch it over to see, uh, to switch over every now and then just to see what, uh, what the discussions are and who's on so I can maybe get a bit of a take on it. I'm, I am not impressed of late and it's just getting, seems to be going downhill pretty rapidly. I'd, I'd be interested to know how they're going ratings wise. Well, I'm hearing that from a lot of people. I don't watch it very much myself at all. Um, yep. But ratings wise, it is suffering. It is it's really in trouble, I think. And there does seem to be a perception. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's false. I'm just saying there's a perception that it's a whole bunch of lefties who are just pushing their own agendas. Yeah. And that's uh, the impression I get. Yeah, and you know, I, I don't. That's not why I don't like it. I don't like it. I never really have from day one. I find it just very contrived, you know, yeah. very scripted. If I'm going to watch a panel show with people arguing and debating things, I, I don't want to think that's all scripted. You know, you say that, then I say that, then we'll throw to that grab, then Peter Hallier does a joke, and then we'll go to a commercial break. Yeah. I, I want something to be a bit looser, and I don't find that show in any way loose or unpredictable. Yeah, it's no uh, oh, well. It's, it's losing me. Carl Stefanovic, here's a rumour you can probably put to rest. Is he moving to 60 Minutes and leaving his breakfast telly spot? Oh, God, no. No, I read that story in, I think it was one of the weekly magazines. That That's just nonsense. They said he's going to be a producer on 60 Minutes and occasionally be on camera. Well, they're not going to pay you a million dollars a year to be a producer on 60 Minutes, I'm here to tell you. Uh, so that, I don't know why they write these stories. There's just so much rubbish that gets written that you just think, how can you seriously think that anyone's going to believe that? Well, speaking of which, and just we'll finish off with this, Gogglebox, I, I do find humorous. I really find it just very, very light, giggly entertainment. And then I read that Hamish Blake and wife uh, Zoe Foster Blake, they're doing a celebrity Gogglebox apparently and getting paid $500,000. And then he has suddenly come out and said, hang on, that's that would be lovely, but it's really only $5,000. Yeah, I don't know. That, well, that's another example. I don't know who writes this stuff. They literally there and make it up. I mean, it's crazy. they clearly know nothing about Australian television. I mean, it's one thing to make up a story, but you've got to have some reality attached to it. And five hundred thousand dollars to appear on Gogglebox—what absolute rubbish! And, and yeah, five thousand dollars. Good on Hamish for being honest enough to say it was five thousand dollars, because clearly, whoever did make up the story, if they, you know, believe that, they clearly know nothing about the realities of the Australian TV industry. Oh, spot on. It's a pleasure to talk with you again, Pete, and look forward to having a chat to next week. Peter Ford is our entertainment expert, and I thank you, Pete. Good on you, Mike. See you next week. Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.